some of the first people involved with the right to censor were Val Venus, who was a porn star and also mm-hmm. a wrestler, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I do both. And uh, and the Godfather, who was a pimp and also a wrestler. Mm. And I'm like, listen, I don't know a whole lot about money, but I would have guessed that porn star and pimp, you, you could probably make enough money to get by. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a second job. I, mean, I don't know what the going rate of, of porn stars and pimps was in the year 2000, so I don't right. know. Were they on a salary or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. zero get, hour contract, you know? Do they get commission? I don't know. Commission? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, why you gotta... No, okay. Uh. <laughs> hey, guess what? It's time for Making Kayfabe with your hosts, Bryce and Dylan. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Making Kayfabe with myself, and my good friend Bryce, we go back through wrestling history to pick out some of the stranger storylines to try to rewrite them and make them a little bit better, make them a little bit more uh, palatable. How about that? That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, nice. Palatable. Yeah, we're very educated people. Someone's been eating a thesaurus today. It did not taste good. No. It was awful. It's very chewy. I didn't yeah. think chewy, but yeah, my jaw hurts. Anyway, don't worry about it. Um, I won't. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a different podcast but uh, today it's my turn to pick a subject from wrestling history and to try and rewrite it and the one I decided to write up on was one that's very near and dear to my heart um, because it's a thing that it's something that I think was definitely underutilized at the time and was seen as more of a joke and I think the WWF and WWE do that a lot where they do something that actually does get over but they only did it as a joke uh, with no intention of it getting over. So once it does start to make waves, they just forget about it because it's not part of their plan. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that kind of shit happens way too often these days. It happens I, so often. Like you remember Damien Sandow when he became yeah. Mizdow and it was a stupid thing and it wasn't meant to get over, but it did. Yeah. And then, you know, they stopped it in its tracks basically. I remember that. And, yeah. Uh, like, especially, he, especially the thing you, you mentioned we're going to do today, on, on today. You know, that's a, that's a big thing, a part of it as well. I think so. Um, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about the right to censor, and I think that they were a great heel team, and they could have went really far if, like, they bothered to have the push behind them. But I feel like the WWF at the time just made the group as a kind of reaction to, like, you know, the criticism they'd be getting from like other sources and stuff like that. And then instead of like actually using, because they got a lot of heel heat, and mm. instead of using them for that, they were just like, ah, it's just a satire on people who annoy us, you know? Mm. Like, well, that's it's not a good way to you know do business. Uh, what do I know? I'm not a businessman. I'm not a wrestler. Bryce, of course, is both. Yes, I I, I am both indeed. Were the were the right to sense or not? They were made because they're meant to be a parody of something like. Yes. Uh, people who are like parents submitting complaints to um you know to to the WF for something that their child's seen on television and it's not very nice and maybe they saw yeah. me young give birth to a hand or mm-hmm. uh you know think things like that but that's that's what that's what it basically was wasn't it yes um and so because of the kind of risky a risky area <laughs> I don't know what that means cut the bit out because of the, like, some of the riskier no. like. No, fuck you. <laughs> Be- because of some of the riskier like storylines and characters they were pulling up, you know, it, it, when the right to censor formed, they, you know, like uh, the the Godfather and Balvinus, mm. when the right to censor formed, they just added those controversial characters into the right to censor, which, you know, appeased the the parents and also angered the fans because everybody loved Valvinus, I guess, you know. And um, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> everybody appreciated. Everybody saw Valvinus. You know? He was definitely there. <laughs> so like you know that got instant heat from the the fans because they felt like these popular characters were being changed and and ruined and stuff like this. So I'm like, instead of just doing that to get those people off your back, why didn't you like capitalize that? You know, make something out of it. You know, so I'm gonna try and do that today. I'm going to try and make the right to censor something really good. I side side note for everybody. 
I've been hyping this one up for weeks. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Bryce is like, this shit better deliver. Yeah, um, I've been I'm really excited about this. You you've been talking about this for for weeks and weeks and weeks, and I wasn't expecting you to do it so soon. But I no. mean, I, I'm ready. I know. Well, here's, I started writing it because I thought it would take me a long time to write it. So I'm like, I'll start work on it, you know, last week. And then just as I started writing it, I just kept going. I'm like, what if it, what if this happens? And then what, <laughs> you know? And then I just had ended up with five five pages. There were wow. five. This is the most I've ever written for any of these um, making kayfabe episodes so far. So it's very detailed. It's incredible. It's gonna be. It is gonna be incredible. Five so, pages of notes. I can't. Uh, or at least three of them on Boba Cannon. Um. Uh, well, like two of them, or like one and a half, is like the history of the right the censor. Boba Cannon. Uh. Well, of course, the 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 best one. Mm. Easily the best one. Am I right? Yeah. yeah right. Of course, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway what's what say i dive in and do the storyline how about that go for it because this could take a while so let's strap yourselves oh, yeah. in and get ready for some fun times with the right to censor <laughs> um so let's start off with some history about the whole group and all the people in the group um it starts basically starts off with stevie richards stevie richards came into the wf in the late or the middle of 1999 i think maybe like early 1999 Oh, hang on. There it is. I have the notes. I'm so good. He came in on August 15th, 1999, which was right before SummerSlam, I believe. And um, he came in around the same time as the Blue Meanie. I th- oh, no, the Blue Meanie came in first, and then C.B. Richards came in, and they kind of hung out together like they used to do in uh, ECW. Uh, but that didn't really go anywhere, except for, very briefly, the Blue Meanie and C.B. Richards got together to create something called the Blonde Bitch Project. <laughs> do you know this have you heard this no i've never heard of that oh it was supposed to be a spoof of the blair witch project the blonde bitch project yeah i think it was supposed to be about seeable because i think seeable had left the company and they were like typically they were like well uh-huh. we'll show her by calling her a bitch you know so they were going to do this like spoof of the blair witch project but vince mcmahon didn't know what the blair witch project was so he canceled <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> typical am i right I think they had like one, they, they did like one vignette of it on TV and then it was cancelled after that. So nobody knew what the fuck that was supposed to be. Um, you think ever seen any movie in his life? It doesn't seem like it, does it? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Uh, okay, so after that, Stevie Richards started doing this little, um, another gimmick that goes over really well, where you impersonate other wrestlers. Oh, yeah. So he, he did that way before Charlie Haas. Way before who else did that? Damien Sando was Damien he doing? Sando, that? yeah, yeah. So somebody uh, else. I, I I'm pretty sure there was some Viscera. I mean, probably. I think it was Viscera. It used to come yeah. out pretending to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, Vis- Viscera, <laughs> Stone Cold Viscera Austin. You've got Viscera Dudley. You've got oh, Headbanger Viscera. Well, got... be, yeah, well, we'll have Headbanger Viscera very soon, I imagine. Oh, I'm sure. Once we rewrite history. So he, Stevie Richards was coming out as like Dude Love and like a Dudley boy and stuff. I actually remember him doing this like when I started watching wrestling. I remember watching an episode where Val Venus came out and did the thing gimmick with a towel he does where he's wearing a towel around his waist. Yeah. CB Richards came out too with a towel around his waist. Uh, but then when it came time to take it off, he realized he wasn't wearing any trunks underneath his towel. So he had to <laughs> run backstage. And I'm like, that's the first time I ever saw CB Richards. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the guy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> classic, classic gimmick so after for some reason this gimmick didn't get him over who who, who would have saw that uh-huh. so he disappeared for a little bit and then he eventually came back um the june 26th 2000 as steven richards it was different stevie richards had long hair and was called stevie but steven richards had short hair and was called steven oh so you can see there's a big difference. Also, he changes his ring attire. He would come out with a shirt and tie and, you know, the black trousers and stuff and black shoes. He looked very smart. And he declared that he was now against, like, all the risque behavior and all the crazy storylines and all the sex and the violence and all the puppies. Like, he was just he was just opposed to the whole thing because it was, it was morally wrong. You know, it was going to give our children... Bad thoughts. It was an awful, awful thing. That's quite, what Stevie Richards said. 
Quick Steve side note: How 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 cool would it be if just wrestlers, those wrestlers who just kind of properized their names and made a different gimmick out of themselves? So, you know, Stevie to Stephen Richards, you've got maybe Scotty too hotty to you know Scott hotty, you've got Robert <laughs> Robert Van Dam, you've got it's endless. Stone Cold well, Stephen Austin. They did it with Bobby Roode. Ah, oh, Robert Roode. I mean, he Robert was Robert Roode in TNA, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. So there you go, Mr. Robert Roode. Mr. Robert Roode. And it worked. He was a real, you know, Bobby, he's fun loving, he's a fierce. Robert Roode, he's Oof. a heel. Got a mustache. Exactly. A glorious mustache, I may, may add. But glorious, I like it. A sidebar. Um, so at this point, um, Stevie Richards, Stephen Richards, I'm so sorry. I'm so used to calling him Stevie Richards. But we're talking about Stephen Richards to try to make his own little group called the Right to Censor. And this was a, a satire of the PTC, which stood for Parents Television Council. Oh. And they were always hounding the WAF and being like, why is so much violence in your wrestling program? <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, what the hell? Um, so you <laughs> <laughs> didn't see it coming. Um, so they formed this group to try and appease that. And like I said earlier, some of the first people involved with, the right to censor were Val Venus, who was a porn star, and also mm-hmm. a wrestler, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I do both. And uh, and the Godfather, who was a pimp and also a wrestler. <laughs> mm. And I'm like, listen, I don't know a whole lot about money, but I would have guessed that porn star and pimp, you, you could probably make enough money to get by. <laughs> right? <laughs> you don't need a second job. I, mean, I don't know what the going rate of, of porn stars and pimps was in the year 2000, so I don't right. know. Were they on a salary or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. zero get, hour contract, you know? Do they get commission? I don't know. Commission? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, <laughs> why you gotta... No, okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 so anyway, um, you know, both of those characters were quite kind of on the nose and were a bit... They were a bit much, really. So they um, were... I think Stevie Richards like beat them in a match, or, or I can't remember exactly how he got them into the group, but he was able to persuade um, the good father and Valvinus to come to his side. Uh, he had Bull Buchanan with him, as we've covered, because Bull Buchanan had fuck all else to do. <laughs> so put him in a shirt and tie, right? What was Bill Buchanan before? If if, if Godfather was a pimp and Valvinus was a porn star, what was what the fuck was Bill Buchanan? He was a prison guard because he used oh. to, he was aligned with the big boss man. Oh, right. So I was always expecting was, an actual answer to that. Fair yeah, uh, yeah. The <laughs> big boss man and um, Bill Buchanan were a team. They were a tag team in 1999, I guess. Okay. So he, you know, Buchanan would come out with the same kind of gear as yeah. boss man. So I assume he worked in a prison. It'd be weird if he just, I just like dressing like this guy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's my best friend. <laughs> I like his shirt. So anyway, so now we've got four members of the right to censor. Stephen Richards, the good father, no longer the godfather, he's the good father. Mm. Val Venus, who didn't get a name change for some reason. <laughs> like, it's, you know, his second name still sounds like penis. He could probably, like, <laughs> have done something with that one. And uh, and Bobby Cannon. So we got four of them, which is pretty cool. Uh, later on, Ivory joins the group. Uh, a couple of months later, I think. So already the the right to censor start to get in the face of other people who were evil, I guess, or uh, immoral, I should say. So, uh, or people who don't share their glorious vision for the future. Let's mm. put it that way. Mm. So at SummerSlam 2000, Richards, Buchanan, and the go- the Good Father beat Too Cool in a six man tag team match. So they're already off to a big start, beating Too Cool. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. At Unforgiven 2000, they beat the Acolytes and the Dudley Boys in an eight-man tag team match. So there's, you know, good team unity. That's okay, cool. Mm-hmm. At uh, No Mercy, Stevie Richards and Valvinas beat Mr. Ass in China. So, you know, that again, that's good for their group because, you know, intergender wrestling is wrong. Like, beating up a woman, not cool. Also, one of the people in this match is called Mr. Ass. <laughs> probably not good let's try to change him mr bottom yeah mr butt you know like mr. Mr. mr butt mr <laughs> dr enus you know 
That's a sidebar. I thought it'd be funny if like somebody had a wrestling name and his name was Dr. Anus and people would be like, you can't call a wrestler that. I'm like, well, we, there was a guy called Mr. Ass. Yeah. Everybody just went along with that. They're like, yep, that's him. Like, <laughs> why, why did <laughs> why did we think that was a cool thing? suppose Miss- you could call him Drainus. Drainus, exactly. Yeah, it's funny. Dr. Anus. Yeah. But also, like, what if that was just really his second name? He's mm. like, stop making fun of me. That's just, that's just, I'm a doctor, and my second name happens to be Anus. <laughs> Please. Surely it's not-, it's not a last name. Surely Anus is not a last someone's last name. <laughs> well, I, it's wrestling. You can, you know... <laughs> You can you can make stuff up. Don't worry about it. Anyway, that's a side. You, you, you keep going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna search that. Okay, you look up you look Doctor Anus on Google and see what happens. Um. So what else happened? Oh, also with No Mercy, the Good Father and Bobby Cannon lost a Dudley Boys Invitational table match. So there you go. Also, here's a fun fact for you, Bryce. No Mercy 2000 also had the Five Star Classic, which was William Regal versus Naked Midian. Oh, I actually remember that match because Regal was uh, trying to put on the Regal stretch and yeah. because Midian's naked, he didn't really want to do it. Uh, understandable. Yeah. It's yeah. understandable, I think. I wouldn't want to do it either. But so besmirched. Obviously, No More C2000, a classic show. Um, so then right after that, I rejoined the group. So she was a women's champion at the time. So already brought some gold brought a bit of class to the group you know what i mean because ivory she's a she's a class act uh, and then at the survivor series 2000 good father and uh, bill buchanan team with edge and christian but they lost a survivor series match against the dudleys and the hardy boys dang it although ivory beat lita for the women's championship or retained her women's championship over lita so all right ivory still putting the work in uh on an episode of raw in november right before survivor series the right to censor beat the Hardy Boys for the Tag Team Championships. Was that so, Venus and Godfather? It was Bobby Cannon and Godfather. Ah, okay. Good father, I should say. I'm sorry. Mm. So there you go, Bobby Cannon. We got some gold. So now we've got Ivory and Bobby Cannon and Goodfather bringing the goods for the team. That's pretty cool. Uh, at Armageddon 2000, in December, the right to censor lost their Tag Team Championships to Edge of Christian in a, like a four-way tag match. It also had the Dudley Boys in it. And everyone's favorite tag team, Road Dog and K Quick. Yeah, yeah, remember K-Quick, that? Quick, our truth. Yeah, 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 back in the day. Getting ready. Yeah, well, they, you know, they did their best, hmm. which wasn't a whole lot. Um, Ivory on the same show, Ivory retained her women's championship against Trish and Molly Holly, and Val Venus beat China. So you know, they lost the belts, but they beat up China. So. Hmm. Swings and roundabouts. Royal Rumble 2001, Ivory um, retains against China. Uh, but surprisingly, the right to censor did not win the Royal Rumble. Mm. Nobody nobody in the, then the group even came close. It's ridiculous. You know, they did their best, but couldn't, couldn't do it. So, you know, things are looking a little patchy for the right to censor. Here comes No Way Out 2001. Steven, Steven Richards fights Jerry the King Lawler. Hmm. You remember this? No. This was this was a feud over the cat. Ah. The cat um was fed up of the right to censor and their bullshit, so she said, "If you have the right to censor, I have the right to just be nude all the time." <laughs> this, this is this is real. Reasonable. This is a hundred percent true. This is the attitude era. <laughs> so obviously the right to censor didn't like this. Jerry Lawler as a big advocate for women getting naked, was all for this. Mm-hmm. So uh, Stephen Richards and Jerry Lawler had a fight at No Way Out. Mm-hmm. And if I think if Jerry Lawler won, the right to censor had to like break up. I'm not sure. But if Stephen Richards won, the cat would have to join the right to censor. Mm-hmm. Ooh, more heel heat. Can you imagine mm-hmm. if like the exhibitionist cat was forced to join the right to censor? Could you Boy, imagine? people would hate that, wouldn't they? they yeah. Sure would. So, do you know what happens in this? Uh, I don't remember. No, I don't. Oh well, uh, Stephen Richards beats Jerry Lawler. <gasps> so the cat now has to join the right to censor. <gasps> Big news. However, like a week or two after this, the cat is released from the WWF, and Jerry Lawler decides to leave with her because I believe they were married at the time. Ta- at the time, right. I think so. 
So Jerry Lawler's out. That's why in uh, 2001, Paul Heyman was a commentator. Ah. Because Jerry Lawler left after No Way Out. So that seemed like a big win for the right to censor, but also the storyline went nowhere because the cat and Jerry Lawler left. So that's a bit of a bummer, you know, kind of ruined their, their momentum. At WrestleMania 2001, China finally beats Ivory for the Women's Championship. Hmm. But then I think China leaves pretty shortly after that. So it made it all kind of pointless. You know, so it was a really one. <laughs> yeah, like just keep, you know. Irish should still be the champion. She should still be the champion right now. She should. That's, she's awesome. She is. She's amazing. Let me see what else happened. Um, Bobby Cannon, the good father, and Val Venus lost to the APA and Taz in six-man tag team match. A- another classic. Stone Cold classic. <laughs> so I think in April, I've written April, two, uh, April 2006. That's not correct. April 26, 2001, uh, The Undertaker just fights all four members of the right to censor. What? Yeah, just like, I'll, I'll fight him. So he fights all four of these men. Guess who wins that match? Not The Undertaker, surely. The Undertaker beats four men. Aww, he, jobbers. So he, like, beats them all up, and then he hits the last ride on Stephen Richards. Richards is down. The other members of the right to censor kind of walk away, and they're fed up of him. And Richards is like, this this can't end like this. So after, like, a week or two, maybe, like, a month or two, he disappears for a bit, and he comes back with Chronic. Chronic. Remember Chronic? I remember Chronic. Yeah, yeah. So WCW. Now, yeah. So now he's the manager of Chronic, and he's really pissed at the Undertaker because he's like, "You ruined my right to censor." So now I've got Chronic, who are named after smoking weed, <laughs> 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 and we're gonna beat the shit out of you. So Undertaker's like, "I got my brother right here, Kean, and uh, the brothers, brothers of destruction, beat up Chronic pretty well, and beat up Steve Richards as well. So that's it. Like that's." the way the right to censor ended mm. that was it they had one brief tag team championship brain and a very good women's championship brain and they got beat up by the undertaker it's a damn shame right it's a, a wasted potential because i remember when i first started watching there were two people that i hated the most um or two things i hated the most one was kurt angle Mm. because he was like a, a slimy heel and he just was the champion at the time and he kept like sneaking out of the out of the you know he would he would always leave the the show with the championship even though he was clearly beaten you know typical like sneaky heel stuff and that was uh, great it was so good like looking back on it now it was so good because at the time i was i bought into it a hundred percent you know mm. and the other two people i hated the most were um the right to censor because like you know at the time of like you can't you can't make val venus into a a not a porn star that's ridiculous you know like <laughs> they were just really annoying and i was like oh so angry at them but really i'm like well they were great at getting heel heat you know because that's exactly what they did they were taking people's favorite wrestlers and turning them into like street laced kind of people with the you know the questionable kind of like motive being oh it's for your own good it's for morality you know mm. and there was so much like wasted kind of potential I think so let me try to figure out a good way to make the right to censor seem like a bunch of kick-ass fucking people How all right I'm all, I'm all for it go for it man all right so let's see Stephen Richards forms the right to censor in 2000 the middle of 2000 mm. so we've got we're keeping Valvinus. We're keeping the good father. Damn right. We're keeping Bobby Cannon, of course. Fucking, fucking right you are. The linchpin of the right to censor. We can't get rid of this guy. <laughs> it holds it all together. Yeah, it's he's the glue, you know. And uh, we're keeping Ivory because I fucking, I love Ivory. She's mm. the best. Um, And she was so good as a heel. Like, she's just, ugh, she got it, you know. Mm. Um, So, uh, where am I? Oh, yeah, so that's the group. We're going to keep that group pretty much all the way it is, you know, mm. for the moment. For the moment. So, you know, in my last one I did that the tag team division is pretty pretty locked up at the moment with the Dudleys, the Hardys, Edgy Christian, and Perry Saturn and Malenko. Mm. All covered in my last episode. So, for the moment, we're not going to worry too much about the tag team, you know, the championships. Mm-hmm. But there are other tag teams to go after. So let's let's say too cool that in real life uh, the right to censor went after. So let's let's have a let's do that thing at SummerSlam where they had the six man tag team match. 
you know, too cool versus the right to censor. Mm. So obviously Scott Hottie. Mr. Scott Hoddington and Ricky, R- Ricky Ishii. Yeah. And Grandmaster, Grandmaster Sexay is really hard to fix that one. Grand Sex. Grand Sex. <laughs> yeah. That one needs some work, I think. Mm, but yeah. well, it's, well, it's a work in progress. We'll sort that one out soon. <laughs> um, so the right to censor want to go after Too Cool because they think that they're just like, you know, some naive idiots that they can very easily convert to their side, you know? Mm. It turns out that the two cool, uh, you know, Scotty Juhati and Grandmaster are two idiots. <laughs> but the the fact that they're too naive to understand what the right to censor are talking about, you know what I mean? They're just like, what are you guys talking about? We're just dancing. <laughs> <laughs> just What's the problem? We're just doing a little dance, you know? However, Rikishi is another story. Rikishi's a smart boy. He can see the two cool are just languishing in the mid card and not going anywhere. Whereas the right to censor could be a group you want to attach your name to. So Rikishi has had enough with the Too Cool, and he joins the right to censor. Are you right going to, to cover cen- up Rikishi's ass? Yeah. No more. Oh well, he maybe I don't know if he'll keep the stink face, but he'll be a lot because like you know that's that's debauchery. That's mm-hmm. so degrading. Oh no, we won't have any of that in my future. No sir. <laughs> so now he's like the big old muscle for the group. You know what I mean? Because mm. Rikishi's a big guy, it's it's gonna be tough to like you know really challenge that that group now that they're all aligned together. Yeah. So now that we've got Rikishi on our side, they start to be a little bit more like menacing and like intimidating. You know what I mean? They're not going straight in and like beating the shit out of people, but they're kind of like you know we're always watching. Yeah, we're always right here. Do you want to mess with Rikishi? It's a tough yeah. guy. So. They're, they're right to censor working a kind of like intimidation angle a little bit like the mafia but you know what i mean like whenever you think something crazy is going to happen the right to censor kind of turn up backstage and they're like you better watch yourself you don't want to get into any trouble mm. you know what i mean at the same time while they're doing this so we're talking like maybe september you know august september kind of time in 2000 stevie richards is trying to like cozy up to the people backstage trying to get into like production meetings trying to you know trying to make it seem like he's working from the inside to really make a difference you know what Mm. i mean Mm. it's all well and good to come out and beat up a guy called mr ass but somebody must have made that decision to put him on television in the first place so if stephen richards can work with the company out of the you know the the love of his own heart to try and change the company into something a little bit better. Mm-hmm. While, of course, his henchmen are running around the actual arena, like intimidating people and doing all this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they're fed up with the Dudley boys putting people through tables, as you can understand. You know, they're fed up with the APA mm. drinking all the time and doing all their business, cigars and gambling and stuff. It's a bad, it's just a bad thing to show your children, you yeah, know? Yeah, totally. You don't want your children drinking and smoking and gambling and drinking. <laughs> you, yeah. know, you don't want that. So they sometimes will get involved with the Dudley Boys. They'll sometimes get involved with the APA. You know, a lot of it's with the Rikishi and Bulby Cannon. I thought they would be good, like, muscle guys. Yeah. So that's kind of like their tag team bit. Okay. But for the most part, they're not going after the tag team championships because they don't need them. Mm-hmm. And they're not happy with Taz because, as we've covered in another episode, Taz is this crazy hardcore champion. Yeah. But at the same – like, both sides understand each other. Mm-hmm. Like, right to censor don't really want to mess with Taz because he'd fucking kill them. But at the same time, Taz doesn't really want to have a go at the right to censor because he's like, if I am fighting four guys at once, it's going to leave the door open for, like, a sneak attack. Somebody could steal my championship. I'll just stay away from the whole thing, you know? So they're kind of making waves, but quietly. You know what I mean? They're being very intimidating. Mm. So I have it that in September, Val Venus defeats Al Snow for the European Championship. Mm. So already tag team championships out of reach for the moment, but European Championship, it's all good. Val Venus, and he's a former European champion, I believe. So you He's know. a Eurocontinental champion, wasn't he? I think that was Dilo Brown. 
Are you sure about Venus did win the record now and the European title at the same time? He won them both, but not at the same time. I don't believe you. Google that too. Alright, go for it. Google that right after you Google Dr. Anus. Oh, I, I found out more about the Anus family. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a, the, the Anus was a it was a was our last name in the 1800s. Yeah. Wow. So there could have been a Dr. Anus back then. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> they, they kind of they zoned out after 1911, but back in the 1880s, like 25% of Anuses were blacksmiths. Um, <laughs> 25% were farmers, 13% were carpenters, and 13% were clergymen. So, um, See, this is why people listen to this podcast, man, for the facts. Yeah. You know, we got the goods. We got the real facts up here. Uh, yeah, the okay. answers to all the questions people really wanted to know. Yeah, exactly. That's what you tuned into this podcast for, right? I assume so. Yeah. Uh, also, to hear me talk about the right to censor. Exactly. So, the obviously, the right to censor are... They're, targeting al snow not just because he's a champion but because he's al snow he's unpredictable he's very you know uh, a hardcore beast uh-huh. very uh, kind of erratic and strange however al snow manages to avoid joining the, the right the censor because of that erratic strangeness you know they just can't get a grip on him so i had like al snow and val Venus kind of having a feud over the european championship al i would have al win the european championship back okay. at armageddon I think I wrote um, either in November or December. I can't remember which one. So after that, Al Snow would do his thing with William Regal that we all love. So I just kind of pushed it back a little bit, you know. Mm. Um, around about the same time, kind of September, I have Goodfather starting a feud with Eddie Guerrero, who is the Intercontinental Champion. Who he's just he actually just pinned um, China, who is his valet and mamacita. Mm. As we all remember, so it's, again, it's justified. Godfather, Goodfather goes after Eddie Guerrero because he was fighting with a woman, and he's very kind of, you know, um, they, you know, it's the whole Latino heat angle. Right, in the sense of they're not happy about it. Yeah, it's too much. So I have the Goodfather going over Eddie Guerrero at No Mercy, which was in October. So he wins the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, ship. <laughs> so now we've got Ivory Women's Champion, Val Venus, European Champion, the Good Father, Intercontinental Champion. And again, he was a former Intercontinental Champion as well. So, like, it's them um, going after their strengths. You know what I mean? Hmm. So, what else have I written down? At Survivor Series, I have had uh, Taz fighting Triple H um, in the previous Taz episode. Sure. So. At the uh, so um I have reckoned it where Rikishi wasn't the one that ran over Steve Austin. So we right? didn't do it for the Rock. No, because that was garbage. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now Rikishi is the muscle for the right to censor. It's a very very different thing. Um, so at the moment I have so we're in what September November I think it's Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. So we've had you know Stevie Richards working backstage and doing all his business. And we've got the other guys kind of intimidating the tag teams. You got uh, Val Venus, European champion, Goodfather, Intercontinental champion, Ivory, women's champion. At Survivor Series, I had, uh, what did I have? Rikishi, Goodfather, Bull Buchanan, and Val Venus fighting against Al Snow, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, and Chris Jericho. Hmm. You know, it makes sense. Those are big. Those are pretty big contenders, you know. Uh, you know, Al Snow maybe not, but like he was a former European champion. It all makes sense. And the right to censor win because you know Benoit doesn't really get on with Jericho, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So at Armageddon, I have Triple H and Austin kind of finishing up their business. You'll see why I'm talking about the main event scene soon enough. But uh, Triple H and Austin finish up whatever rivalry they had, where Austin believes that Triple H ran him over, etc. Stephen Richards finally gets into the ring at Armageddon. So we're in November now, and Richards has been a bit coy about re- like wrestling. Mm. But we're finally going to get a match. Who are they going to fight? The Undertaker. <laughs> so The Undertaker, by November, is like, I've had it up to here, these fucking right to censor pricks. You know what I mean? I, I'm the Undertaker. I could fight all of the members of Right to Censor at once in a match if I wanted to. Uh-huh. Does so, Undertaker still win? Well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> so, uh, at uh, like I said earlier, at Armageddon, I had had Val Venus lose 
uh, dropped the championship back to Al Snow. So he's not in this match. So we've got Goodfather, Bobby Cannon, Rikishi, and Stevie Richards to fight The Undertaker. Right? It's still four against one. Uh, Taker wins by disqualification. Ah. After the right to censor, just like they don't just gang up on him in the match, but they like drag him backstage and they start to like cover him and shit. You know, like start to tear down the stage and bury him with it. And wow, all right. They tried because he's the Undertaker. He's you know beating him in a match isn't going to do anything, but you want to stop the Undertaker. Yeah, that's right. the trick. So they're trying to bury him on the crab and just get rid of him. Uh, so obviously after that, Taker is a little bit pissed off. He's like, this sucks. <laughs> I I want to beat the fuck out of them, not be trapped under all this crap. So that is in December, I believe. So, you know, we've, we've seen the right to censor kind of getting involved a little bit. They're doing a good job of, like, spreading themselves out a lot, mm. covering a lot of bases, you know. And we've still got Stevie Richards working his way backstage. By this point, he is now, like, a member of the board mm. because he's representing, like, the, the parent for TV console or whatever the fuck, you know, he's like representing those guys. He's like, it, they needed to have an impartial voice on their side. You know, it can't all be like pro wrestling guys. He needed a guy like Stevie Richards on there for impartiality. You know what I mean? For fairness. Mm-hmm. So during the world rumble, we have, what have I written? The other members of the right to censor all enter before Steven Richards does. Right. So what have we got? Bull Cannon, Rikishi, the good father, Val Venus, those four guys, they go in before Stevie Richards. Quite quite a coincidence. Mm. But with these four guys like in the ring, they start like cutting through the rumble. It's like Hydra, you know, you're not mm. fight you're not fighting one guy, you're fighting four guys. Yeah. Which is hard in the Royal Rumble. It's hard enough fighting one guy. So eventually, at like spot number thirty, last spot on the card. Stevie Richards finally makes his entrance in the Royal Rumble. And he's has he has a really good easy time of it because the rest of the right to censor are cleaning house. Because there's four of them. It's in the numbers game. Yes. So it comes down to the final five, I think I've written. Which is... Well, I guess it's the final six. But uh, it's basically The Undertaker versus mm-hmm. the right to censor. Okay. Again, see? Continuity. So obviously Taker's pissed at the way that the stuff went down at Armageddon. So he starts like going all after them and he starts to eliminate the right to censor. He's the one guy that couldn't eliminate or that was doing what nobody else could do. Nobody else could eliminate all the members of the right to censor. But Undertaker's coming in here and he eliminates Val Venus. Sure. He eliminates the powerhouse Bobby Cannon. Oh! He eliminates the good father. All right. No you reaction. Know. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that guy. Um, but while he's eliminating these people, he's suddenly uh, distracted by Rikishi, who's still in the ring. Ooh. So the other guys outside the ring start like trying to pull the Undertaker out. You know what I mean? They're distracting him. They help Rikishi push the Undertaker over the top rope. Oh my god. Undertaker's out of Both the rope. The yeah. Oh my god. Because the other guys like pull him down. Like he goes up the top rope and they pull him to make yeah, sure yeah. he's down at the bottom. All so right. he's team unity, you know what I mean? So then Stevie Richards gets on the mic and he's like, It's just you and me, Rikishi. Out, <laughs> out you go. Rikishi goes over the top rope. Stevie Richards is one. Oh really? Not even a turn. Like Rikishi just jumps over. Rikishi just jumps over. Nice, alright. Stevie Richards has won the two thousand and one Royal Rumble. Stevie Richards is going to WrestleMania. Stevie Richards, who had like two matches, <laughs> one against Too Cool, one against The Undertaker, <laughs> is going to the WrestleMania. Nice. So, at No Way Out, in between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, Undertaker is pissed. Mm. He's like, fuck you guys. You fucked me at Armageddon. You fucked me at the Royal Rumble. Not having it. So, now we have another match. No Way Out. The Royal Rumble winner against the the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. What's the best way to kill the Undertaker? Bird life. Casket match. Oh, okay. So during the match, whenever the Undertaker has the upper hand, the other members of the right to censor sit in the coffin. 
Because he can't throw Stevie Richards into the coffin if it's full. If there's a whole lot of RTC in there. Can't close the lid. Your coffin's you know filled with RTC. It's coffin filler, yeah. Exactly. Oh. So now I take her fighting against everybody. Because also, what are the rules to a casket match? You've got to like, throw him in a casket. Right. Does, but the no disqualifications? Is right, that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other members of the right to censor could beat the fuck out of the Undertaker. <laughs> sure, yeah. So there you go. Now he's fighting like five or six people at once. And it's just a numbers game. It's just the way it is. The right to censor helps Stevie Richards lock the Undertaker in a casket. Mm. Now, I, you know, a lot of people would say this sounds un- un- like kind of unbelievable. Like, one, wrestling is unbelievable. Shut the fuck up. But two, <laughs> like, you know, it's a casket match. You know what I mean? Like shenanigans can happen. It's not a straight one-on-one match. You know what I mean? It makes sense. But it also looks really good for Stevie Richards because he beat The Undertaker. Yeah. So that looks good in the history books. Stevie Richards wins the Royal Rumble, has beaten The Undertaker. So, okay. He's got some cloud going in. So I had The Rock as the heavyweight champion going into WrestleMania. Okay. Now, you know what really happened at WrestleMania 2001. Mm-hmm. With Steve Austin against The Rock. And the heel turn, Vince McMahon screws over the rock, sides with Steve Austin. Yeah. Everybody's shocked. Nobody liked it. Right? I liked it. At the time. I liked it. I liked it now. Well, okay. Well, I thought it was a good turn. It makes sense. I would rather see that than just a, a Stone Cold versus The Rock match. But what if it wasn't Stone Cold versus The Rock? What if it was Stevie Richards? What if it was Stevie Richards versus The Rock? <laughs> So, but despair. I mean, it might happen. Let's see. Um, maybe I don't know what happens. I'm still waiting for this Bill Cannon kind of uh, swerve. I mean, you're not gonna get it with Bill Cannon, but there may be a swerve or two coming up. The The Rock versus B squared. Do you remember B squared? I do. John Cena is like <laughs> lackey. Like a, yeah. Um, or guy. I don't know what you call him. I mean, he... <laughs> homie, homie. There we go. Yeah, he's a homie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sound so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a homie. Yes. Yes, I believe, I believe the code is a homie. Yes. I believe the <laughs> terminology you're looking for, my good friend Bryce, is homie. <laughs> if I am not mistaken. I've got that, if I'm reading this card correctly, it's a homie? I think that's correct. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> so we're going into WrestleMania. You know, Stevie Richards is World Rumble winner. Val Venus is Intercontinental Champion. Ivory is still Women's Champion. Oh. So then. Stevie Richards, because he works on the, you know, on the board now, works behind the scenes. Mm. He starts pulling some strings. So Val Venus um, is added to the Al Snow, William Regal, Eddie Guerrero Triple Threat Championship match at WrestleMania. Okay. So uh, for the European Championship, so now Val Venus has a chance to win his belt again. Um, I had Val, I had Goodfather defending against Chris Jericho uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Ivory against China, and you know. This is all basically because Stevie Richards is on the board mm. and is like pulling these strings and stuff like this. And, and so this goes even further. The tag team championships, as we all know, were defended in the uh, TLC match, the Dudley's yes. Hardys, Edge and Christian. That stays the same. And I think Edge and Christian won that. Mm. So I'm keeping that because that was fucking awesome. Right? <laughs> However, when the match is over, it's announced that whoever won that match now has to defend the belts against the right to censor. Nice. Which is Bobby Cannon and Rikishi, who obviously win the belts. Mm-hmm. So now we're looking pretty fucking sweet on the right to censor table, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Over a couple of months, they've slowly been building up to be a legitimate team, and now they have almost all the gold. They don't have the light heavyweight championship, because whatever, and they don't have the heavyweight championship. But we've still got Stevie Richards versus The Rock to go. Mm-hmm. So let's see how that goes. Now, obviously, by the time Stevie Richards comes out, he has, like, nuclear heat on him. You know what sure. I mean? Like, not only because everybody hits the right to censor, but because he won the Royal Rumble. Like, people yeah. are pissed about that. He beat The Undertaker. People are pissed about this. Him, like, weaseling his way and clearly using his position on the board to pull strings to get him to where he is. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, clearly, he got on the board to make sure that he had the number 30 spot in the Royal Rumble. Mm. And that the right to censor were all at the, you know, positioned at the right places in the Rumble so that they'd all be together. This right, is Dick. all because of Stevie Richards being on the board. And they're like, the fans just hate it because they're like, we don't like the way this is going. This is ridiculous. Mm. And The Rock, of course, is great. Fucking 
you know, reception because he's the rock, but also because they're like, he's going to beat the fuck out of Stevie Richards. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's going to be amazing. So, obviously, a match happens. The Rock, Stevie Richards. I mean, Stevie Richards is a very good wrestler. Yeah, he's he's a good technical. Yeah, he he's a technical wrestler, but he's got he's got good basics. Good. Um, yeah. yeah, he can work a match. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the Rock. Rock can work a match to anybody. So mm. these guys have a really good match. Surprisingly good match because Stevie Richards never got the chance to show how good of a wrestler he was. And you know, everybody hates Stevie Richards, but that's mm. also because they don't know how good of a wrestler he is. They've never seen him wrestle. You know what I mean? Mm. So they're like, like, anything he does is going to be a surprise because they don't know he can do anything. So at the end of this, Vince McMahon turns on The Rock, hits him in the chair, screws over The Rock to help Stevie Richards. Mm. Right? Kind of like what happened in real life, but only with Stevie Richards. Right. Why would Vince McMahon do that? Why would he? Because in all the time that Stevie Richards has been working on the the behind-the-scenes stuff and working on the board, he's been getting the people's ears. He's been able to, like, big up the fact that times are changing. Yeah. He's talking to Vince McMahon, and he's saying, like it or not, the PC era is going to happen, which it eventually did anyway. But he's hmm. saying, dude, it's just the way things are going. You're going to spiral up the violence, and it's just going to end up with you being PC anyway. Mm. You know it's true. Vince, in his heart of hearts, realizes that his company is going to end up being a PC company sooner or later. <laughs> and the smart thing to do is to just accept that the right to censor are probably going to be that group that transitions them from the Attitude Era to the PC Era. Mm. So that's why he turns. Nice. So there you go. There's a reason behind it. Like, why did, why did, why did, the, why did Vince McMahon turn on Rocky and hit how or help Steve Austin? Like, like what, was, what was the thing? I, I honestly could not remember the reason for that, so yeah, right. I, I, beyond me. So already I'm giving you fucking things to do. So everybody's fucking pissed about this. Mm. Stevie Richards walks out of wrestling. I'm pissed. I mean, I haven't even got to the good stuff yet. Oh, well, I'm pissed. Well, you should stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. So um, right after WrestleMania, as you know from, I think, my last podcast, uh, I had the invasion happening. Yes. So uh, I was still undecided whether or not like to bring in the big guns like Nash and Hall and Goldberg and stuff like this. Sure. But I thought it's still a pretty safe bet to say that Booker T and DDP are going to be big news. You know what I mean? Mm. They're still going to be big deals. So I had them in, you know, gunning for the top. DDP goes after The Rock to see which one of them really is the people's champion. Mm-hmm. And Booker T goes after Steve Austin just because that was funny when they fought in the supermarket. So... <laughs> just fucking have that happen. So Stevie Richards kind of like manages to float by for a little bit as a champion because of all the chaos going on. Mm. You know what I mean? He can kind of get away with it. Nobody knows what side they're on or who wants to do whatever. It's very hard to, you know, figure out what's happening. So Stevie Richards can kind of like skip under the radar. At Backlash, Kian wants to fight Stevie Richards, but he's busy with Taz. Mm-hmm. Kim wants to get revenge for his brother, but he's already busy with Taz. So Kurt Angle steps up to have a go at Stevie Richards. And I think that would be a fun match, Kurt Angle yeah, versus yeah. Stevie Richards. Yeah, yeah. But again, you know, because of the uncertainty about the whole show, about the WCW wrecking stuff, and uh, nobody knowing what's going on, and the right to censor still being in Stevie Richards' corner, Stevie Richards beats Kurt Angle to sneak away with the heavyweight championship. Oh, big news. Mm. I have also written that I, around about this time, I, I had uh, the good father lose the Intercontinental Championship to Chris Jericho. Okay. So the wheels are starting. It would seem like the wheels are going to fall off the right to censor right now. You know, they were on top of the mountain. So that's not looking good. As you know, the, once you're at the top, the only place to go is down. Mm. So let's see what happens to the right to censor. I'm still going. You know what I mean? Like, there's still more. So... After Backlash, which was Kurt Angle versus Stevie Richards, it looks like things are going to start to fall apart for the right to censor because the war between WWF and WCW is still getting really big. It's getting so big that like the right to censor don't really have a voice anymore. Mm. You know, It was easy for them to decry the WWF for being violent, but once the WCW have joined in and they're making it extra violent, they're like, well, who do we attack? What do we do? Like. Mm. You know, it's hard. Yeah. 
hard for them to keep focus. So I had Judgment Day in May. Uh, Val Venus loses the European Championship. You'll like this to Hurricane Helms. Oh, nice! I love the Hurricane. Yeah, so there you go. You know, that's a that's a victory for WCW right there. They got the European Championship. I had had Ivory beat. Uh, Ivory lost the Women's Championship to China at WrestleMania. I thought that was a good storyline that should stay the way it is. Sure. But because China left shortly after that, Ivory gets the belt back, so she beats uh, Lita to win the championship back. Mm. Edge Christian eventually, so she's still champion again. Edge and Christian uh, somehow beat Rikishi and Bull Cannon for the tag team championships. So. Stevie Richards is like, this is tough. This is not looking good for my 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 faction, right? Even though I'm on the board, like, what am I going to do? Like, this is tough. And then the main event is going to be The Rock versus Steve Austin versus Stevie Richards nice. for the heavyweight championship. Okay. So Stevie Richards knows he's in trouble because The Rock is pissed because he beat him for the championship. And Austin's pissed because he's always pissed. <laughs> you know what I mean? He should stop drinking. drinking beer. Yeah. yeah, see, we got a callback to our own fucking <laughs> joke. <laughs> All right, so you ready for you, you? There should be something. Something's gonna go on here, you know. How is Stevie yeah. Richards gonna gonna be able to run out of here with this championship? Wow, so what I, I have done, what I've done is, well, I, yeah. What do you think? How do you think Stevie Richards gonna run out of here with the championship? I have no idea. I have no earthly idea how he can leave the champ. How does he do it? Well, I'll tell you, man. He has help. Obviously, he's help. But he's got help from somebody who hasn't been seen in the WWF for a long time. Ooh. Oh, no way. It's not the NWO, is it? Somebody whose contract was bought by the WWF whenever they purchased WCW. Landstorm. Somebody from that company comes and helps Stevie Richards. Make awesome. You're incorrect. I'll give you one more go. Uh, from WCW. I believe he was, as I understand it, his contract was bought over by the WWF in 2001 from WCW. Chris Canyon. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was your guess. Yeah, I've got nothing. I don't know. Who, who we got? Who, who? Okay, so we got the triple threat match. Yes. Steve Austin. Steve Austin. We've got The Rock. Got The Rock. We've got Stevie Richards. You got Steven Richards. The three Things biggest are- names of the, of the Attitude Era. Well, remember that, a big name from the Attitude Era, because somebody comes and helps to interfere, beats, helps Richard sneak away with the championship. Because the triple threat, I believe, is also no DQ, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, because you can't get disqualified, because who wins? Bingo. So, somebody comes and interferes and helps Stevie Richards win. And somebody that everybody recognizes. He runs down to the ring. People don't think he's going to help Stevie Richards, but then he does. Turns heel. Bad guy. He's a bad man. But yeah. everybody instantly knows exactly who it is. Can I can I get one more guess? Yes. Is it Bret Hart? No. Oh. You wanna know? Yes. Goldust. Fucking Goldust. Yeah. All right. Goldust. The app like before the Red right Descensor happened, he was like the one person they would totally reeled against. Right. Okay. The one person like he's so flamboyant, he's whatever. He turns up with the face paint, comes down to the ring, and screws over Rock. And Austin. Motherfucker. Wow. He he gets a toilet ringside, he rubs the face paint off his face. Nice. He's like, I'm not Goldust. <laughs> I'm Dustin Ronalds. Yes. I've had enough of this shit. <laughs> I'm I'm on their side. I'm on the right to censor side. I like it. So I love like, it. it's the ultimate swerve. <laughs> Nobody's gonna see that because Goldust is the kind of guy that would never fall for that. And he yeah. does. So now we're after Judgment Day. Stevie Richards is still champion. We're going into the King of the Ring. So now they've got to fucking worry about WCW and mm. WF and the right to censor. And now they've got to worry about who's going to be the King of the Ring. Mm. So about this point, we're heading to the SummerSlam. Perry Saturn and Malenko, as covered in my last episode, yeah. reveal that they're actually part of ECW. Right. Yes. So they decided ECW are, are, are a thing now. Uh-huh. So now, Stevie Richards is the WWF champion. He's got the WCW hiding after him. He's in the right to censor. And the, the ECW group has suddenly reared their head. So what's he going to do? What's Stevie Richards going to do? You tell me. I'll, I'll tell you what he's going to do. He's going to side with ECW. Oh, he nice. turns. 
he turns his back on the right to center. <laughs> okay. And escapes to the championship again. So now, the day after that, the day after King of the Ring, Monday Night Raw, everybody's like, we got to tune in. We got to see what happens. Right? right? Stevie Richards comes out and he explains it all. He's not wearing a white shirt anymore. He's not wearing his tie. He's surrounded by his ECW friends. Nice. He's got the World Heavyweight Championship, the WWF World Heavyweight Championship in his hands. And he tells everybody the right center thing was just a fucking ruse. Like, he knew the way that stuff was going to go. He yeah. could see it. He could predict it coming. So he was like, why don't I get ahead of the curve and use it for my own advantages? Why don't I start making this storm myself? And like bearing the brunt of it and like making it seem like I care about morality and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Because if I do this, I'll be the one to be able to get closer to the board meetings and Vince McMahon. And if I'm closer to him, then I can make stuff start to go my way. And I can make it seem like I'm changing the world for the better. But really what I'm doing is making me the focus of everything. Nice. Stevie Richards. So he... So, yeah, so he can work his way up and, you know, work backstage and manipulate himself. And so, really, he didn't really care about the right to censor. It was just a means to the end to get to the yeah. championship. But now that he's at the top of the, the championship's, you know, um, status, he doesn't care about the WWF because they held him down and just did dumb stuff with him and didn't listen to him yeah. ever. Doesn't want to go back to WCW because they fired him after, like, six months or whatever. Fuck WCW. <laughs> he's here with the ECW. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody would have given Stevie Richards the time of day. Nobody gave ECW the, t- the, the time of day. And nobody gave any of the people in ECW the time of day. But now they're all together. They've got all eyes on them. And they've got the World Heavyweight Championship. Incredible. So fuck everybody. Now, the ECW is taking over. And everybody better watch the fuck out. Nice. So from here, right, the censor continues. But Goldust is the leader. Now he's Dustin Runnels. Now Dustin he's Runnels, yeah. So he's, like, taking control of the right to censor, so they're not dead. So now we have, in my rewriting of the Attitude Era, we have the WAF, the WCW, ECW, and the right to censor as four different distinct notable groups. Wow. All fighting each other, and it's not even SummerSlam 2001. So there you go. That's my right to censor story. Incredible. Right? I love it. Honestly, do you know? Do you know what the one thing I was thinking is that you're working up towards the the invasion angle, and I was thinking like, so you know, Steve Richards is a whole PC kind of thing, like PG, all of that. ECW are gonna come in soon and fuck shit up because they are not PC, they are not PG. They're gonna they're gonna throw chairs at people. They're gonna be violent. Sandman's gonna come in. He's gonna drink everywhere. You know, it's going to totally, that's going to be a feud, a feud made in heaven. ECW yeah. versus RTC. Exactly. I did not see Stevie Richards joining ECW. That's awesome. See, that was the hook. Like, he did that. And remember last time we were like, how does, how did Perry Saturn and Timolenko know what's coming next? Yeah. How do they know ECW is coming in? That's well, it. Stevie Richards works on the board. He can open the doors. He can let, he can like, you know, oh, position man. ECW in exactly where he wants them to be. So that when they do, exactly. So that when they do take over, it's everything's lined up like dominoes. My God. See this? I, I, I love it. I, I, I could. I, I can't believe you've made Stevie Richards a legitimate top guy. <laughs> and the right to censor, like and all RTC like, and fucking Goldust as well. He's now the leader of like the fourth faction and the invasion angle. Like that's incredible. Yeah. Didn't I? Didn't I promise you this was gonna be my best one yet? That's your best one yet. There you go. I don't think I I disappointed. I think I delivered. I think I think I like this better than Taz. Like Taz, I, Taz was pretty damn good, but I'm I mean, so is... fucking pleased with this one. Like you've no <laughs> idea when I came up with the Goldust bit. I'm like, oh my god, shit. Like, <laughs> he's not gonna see. It. Nobody could have seen that coming. No, I mean I was guessing fucking Bret Hart and the NWO. And like, yeah, oh, I, I think Goldust was one of those guys like the NWO who had his contract bought out, but they just didn't use him. I, th- I didn't know that to be honest. I, yeah. That was beyond me, but I'm I, I, I'm not going to look it up. That's incredible. Goldust uh, came, he came back in like 2002. Yeah, because was he not? Goldust was like what was his name seven or something in the in WCW, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like, yeah, really silly then, gimmick. And then he was like, "This isn't really me. It's just you know they made me do it." I'm like, "That's such a dumb angle." Yeah, but I'm like, but if, he, but if he comes out as Goldust, fucking everybody knows who Goldust is. Yeah, he got massive pop, and then eventually he turns heel. A pure heel heat. Yeah. 
Because, oh, I, I don't know. I don't want to toot my own horn. But I'm fucking incredible at this. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce. Um, Tell him. If you're so excited about that whole storyline, maybe you could like pick your jaw up off the floor for a second, and we could maybe play a little. Yeah, pretty good. And maybe play a little bit of uh, kayfabe tombola. A little bit high sky kayfabe tombola. Yeah, uh, like if you can do it. If you're not, if your mind hasn't been totally blown. It's not totally blown. It's like partially blown. It's so very, no, I've, I've still fun. got some. I've still got some room for some from kayfabe tombola. Right, everybody's favorite part of the show, except for the rest of this Right to Censor podcast, which I imagine <laughs> is going to be everybody's favorite. Now, it's my favorite. It's the best thing I've ever done. It's going to be everyone's <laughs> favorite part of the show for every show. Yeah, like do you yeah. remember the right, remember Right to Censor? I'm like, fuck yeah, classic. The next um, the next few episodes is looking back in the RTC storyline. Like, you know, what what a yeah. great storyline. Like, reliving it. You know, yeah, yeah, going over it, the highlights. Well, I was gonna that. say, I was gonna say, and like, like, you know. A couple of months, like we'll do like a best of episode, and it's, it's just, just the, the right to work. <laughs> like, boy, that was good. Um, I'll tell you what, I've got a hell of a storyline here. I don't even know what you've got. I don't even know what names or what situations you've got, but I'm confident I can make a great story out of this. So, who, who have you got? Okay, do you want to hear the the, the suggestions first, or do you want to pick them? And then All I right, give me, give me, give me uh, one A, one A, one A. Yes. Oh, you are in for a treat, my friend. Oh. You're in for a treat. So you could have had Headbanger Thrasher. Oh. You could have had Molly Holly. Oh. You could have had Steve Blackman. Oh. You didn't. You picked Seth Rollins. All right, cool. You could have had Seth Rollins bringing Steve Austin out of retirement for one more match. Mm-hmm. You could have had that. You could have had Seth Rollins accidentally winning the heavyweight championship. Okay. You know, like Vince Russo did, like accidentally got fucked <laughs> out of the cage or whatever, you know? Yeah. You could have had Seth Rollins. Oh, I, I wrote this one, like, um, right before we recorded because I couldn't think of a fourth one. <laughs> so I wrote, uh, Seth Rollins gets lumbered with a new gimmick, which is where he's a disgruntled miner. Okay. <laughs> you know, like a miner that goes and, like, looks for coal on yeah. the mine, but he's angry about it. He's disgruntled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But he gets it over, like he gets that angle over. Right. You didn't get that one anyway. What did I get? You got Seth Rollins. Are you ready for this? No. Seth Rollins falls in love with a mop. Oh! Callback. It's another callback. The return of Moppy. Another callback. We're full of callbacks. So I'm going to put one minute on the clock, and then you're going to have to tell me a logical way that Seth Rollins falls in love with a mop. Are you ready for this, Bryce? I honestly don't think I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. It. I'm gonna count you down. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. So there is a Hall of Fame ceremony at WrestleMania. Let's say 34. And it's a different kind of Hall of Fame. It's uh, you know, they're inducting objects from WWE's past. So you've got uh the plant that Dean Ambrose had. You've got uh Al Snow's head. You've got um, you've got all the all these things, but you've also got Moppy, who's like the special guest, uh, you know, the celebrity wing of the of the Hall of Fame ceremony. So, and inducting him is you know, inducting Moppy is Perry Saturn, but in the in the audience at the Hall of Fame ceremony, you know how you get all the superstars all lined up in front of them, and then you get the fans behind them. Seth Rollins is looking at Moppy, and he just falls in love. Like he's, he's watching this promo package and he's like, oh my god, that is a mop for me. I've had a, I've had a spilled can of coke in my kitchen for so fucking long and that is a mop I want to clean it up. So, you know, Seth Rollins, he interferes in the Hall of Fame ceremony. He runs up and he grabs Moppy and he runs that's away it. with her. That's and time. they live happily ever after. And that's, 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 that's my KFF tombola. I like it. You know, I really like the idea that... Um... He'd be, he'd be like at the Hall of Fame and he just looks up and he's like, yeah, there's a mannequin head. Yeah, whatever. There's part of plant. Whoa, who's that hot piece of ass? Standing beside Perry Saturn, you know, like, like he's like, it cut, you know what they always cut to the audience at the Hall of Fame? Like they just cut to Seth Rollins. He's like, his mouth is open. He's like, what the? You know, he's got like little hearts in his eyes and shit. Gotta imagine though, like Moppy's like Moppy's like that's like twenty years, so Moppy's aged. You know, it's like it's just an old mop, and it's like also you got wrinkles and shit on it, and like yeah. Well, also they killed Moppy. Do you remember this? 
fuck they put her through a a, a, yeah. a, a tree fucking what do you call it uh, we even put her through a wood shredder. chipper a yeah. wood chipper not a tree shredder the wood chipper tree shredder <laughs> Uh, yes, tree shredder. <laughs> yeah, so they had to glue Moppy back together. Yeah. And Seth Rollins still thought she was a hot piece of ass, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's into that kind of thing, isn't he? He is. Yeah. That guy gets around, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So anyway, uh, that was a great. That was a good. I really liked that answer. It was a lot of fun. Hopefully, you guys listening, you enjoyed the right to censor bit. You enjoyed the little uh, kayfabe tombola. Bryce did an excellent job at that. If you guys have any suggestions for like kayfabe tombolas you want to hear us do, or maybe some suggestions for the main show you want to hear us do, you can ask. You can talk to us on Twitter. We're at uh, at making kayfabe on Twitter. Or if you want to send us a little bit of feedback or a little bit more kind of long form suggestions, you can do that. You can email us makingkayfabe at gmail or is it dot code uk? Com. Dot com. Yeah makingkfabe at gmail.com we'll be able to read all your suggestions we'll take some of them on board especially any like um kfabe tombola stuff because as you can see being lumbered with a disgruntled coal miner gimmick sometimes it's hard to come up with that's <laughs> 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 like, like um, picking yeah picking the scraps i also want to hear what you guys think about bill buchanan being in steve richard's place and him becoming the world heavyweight champion instead of steve richard's but mm-hmm. you know I, i'm sure that's what you guys are going to write anyway but i mean i, I just want to put that out there They'll probably be like, why wasn't Viscera part of the Ride the Sensor? All right, that's the first thing we've mentioned of all episodes. I think so. We did. Oh, no. What did we say? We said we mentioned him earlier for something. Probably. What did we say? We, we've, we've been known. Oh, that, he, we were, that he was he was imitating Stone, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Pillars <laughs> <laughs> like Charlie, Charlie Haas and Damien Sandow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Viscera. But anyway, um, yes, feel free to get in touch with us and, you know, you know, give us a couple of likes and five stars on iTunes and stuff like that because it really helps to show out. And we really appreciate it. Um, but I think that's the show. Is there anything else you want to say before we call it a day, Bryce? Not at all. That's it. Excellent. Well, in that case, we look forward to hearing from you guys and hearing your feedback, seeing what you guys thought about the show, what your kind of impressions would be. And we will see you in the next episode of Making Kayfabe, where my good friend Bryce will try to beat my right to censor story. Good luck with that. But uh, thanks uh, a lot. I'll give it a good go. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.